lock the door and put up an eviction notice. Yeah, that was me. You? Why? Because you haven't paid your rent. Can I at least get my stuff? All I found in there was a jar of mustard and a couple of old cycle magazines. Wow! I have mustard, 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 mustard. I, I have... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nobody Gives a Fuck, where the points don't matter and neither do our thoughts. I'm Ba, and I'm here with my main man, Melky. What's up, buddy? It's uh, Melky here, always doing things the Melky way. And if you were looking for a full bottle of mustard, you've come to the wrong place. Oh, yeah. I I hope you like your burgers plain. There are no condiments here. No mustard. (laughs) I believe Gooby swiped them, but, you know, when in doubt... Always blame Gooby. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) got (laughs) it. If anybody's listened to us before, you know to blame Gooby. You have to. It's uh, it's one of those things. It's easy. Yeah. Okay, I got got bad news, Milk. On a real serious note, buddy. Spill it. Well, multiple reports now indicate that Gooby may have caused a mass-level extinction event in the past to kill the dinosaurs. Uh, we're heading the streets with our main reporter, Melky, to find out the truth here. Let's go. Thanks, Pa. Today is a monumental day. We are about to hear, for the first time, uh, Captain Cheeto himself on his reasons for extinguishing the dinosaur race. <laughs> I'm so excited. I wet my trousers. Hey, hey. Don't startle him. Let him finish playing with his joystick. Uh, Mr. Gooby, with all these recent allegations coming out to the public, what is your response? Uh, It was a hectic uh, day, you know. I I had to lure him. I tried Cheetos first, but it didn't work. So I had to, like, go for the gusto, and I lured him with that shiny red ball, and... He came out, and uh, here's uh, his response to ex- extincting the dinosaurs on Gooby. Show me potato salad! <laughs> oh, great reporting. Thanks a lot, Gooby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I thought it was journalistic dynamite. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of dynamite, I just joined ISIS, and I'm waiting for my boomstick. No, I'm just kidding, folks. ISIS doesn't accept applications during the holiday season. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't believe, after all that reporting, chasing him down the street, that's the quote you got from Goofy. That's all I, that's all I got from the man, you know? What can I say? He's busy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, folks, this is Nobody Gives a Fuck. This is a new show on the NA30 network. Um, like we said before, we're excited to do this. This is just complete bullshit. Melky and I hanging out, having a brew. Um, this is actually our hype episode for next year. 
So you have something special, um, you know, uh, approaching upon us. Uh, we've been wanting to do something together for a while, long time, so we just got the green light to actually do a podcast together, and we're looking forward to it and looking forward to making you viewers laugh. Yeah, and <laughs> that whole Gooby segment, by the way, started because we're throwing out ideas, and we're like, you know what, we need to do <laughs> something and get Gooby just to record some quote something. We'll get him a part of the show. That's what he provided us, potato salad, and we work around <laughs> and we find out that he may have killed the dinosaurs. I you know what I wouldn't hold it against him. Uh, I wouldn't hold it against him for him causing other uh, major catastrophes in the world, you know, but stay tuned folks. We'll be on the we'll be reporting it, don't worry. Yeah. Well, speaking of catastrophes, buddy, I cannot wait until your fantasy football pod this week. I'm excited with playoffs coming up. Give me a little hint. What's you and Gooby up to? Oh, boy. Uh, well, there's a game going on right now. So depending on a certain player performing, Gooby could actually be out of the running for top dog. Oh. I, can know, I don't want to give it <laughs> right. World's <laughs> smallest violin. I don't want to yeah. give it all away. <laughs> I don't want to give it all away because um, I want you uh, viewers and folks to tune in. Uh, recording will be out this week. But, yeah, it's honestly, it's going to be a clusterfuck. Uh, I shot myself in the foot. Again, you'll find out why. Because I had the number one spot th- with an inch of my reach. And you know what, Ba? Never listen to other people. Just trust your gut, especially when it comes to playoff time. But stay tuned, folks. I, I wish you told me that sooner, man. I really wish you told me that sooner. Not listen. <laughs> let me guess. Let me guess. I don't have a crystal ball, but I'm going to say there may be bullshit talk about the NFC East and how shitty they are. And maybe someone underperformed. I'm going to take a, a wild guess. Uh, if you were looking into your crystal ball, you'd probably be correct because you be a lot of talk of the NFC least, especially a certain team that likes to fly around and you know pump their chest out. They right. no, they're no longer Eagles; they are now officially called the Pigeons. So stay tuned, folks, because there's going to be a lot of trash talk. <laughs> okay, unfortunately, this episode just turned into a Cowboy versus Eagles shit talk because I'm not going to let that stand. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll save that for a bit. I can't wait to listen to you guys rag on my team. I'm always excited to hear that. Yeah, so am I. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we can't, we're not going to give away too much for football, but what we can give away, and what I'm excited about, is we're taking another footstep into sports here at Mustard. I'm so excited. Melky, you and I have been given the green light. We're doing a basketball show. How pumped are you? I'm pumped. I'm over the moon. If I could talk sports with anyone, it would be you. Because hands down, I feel like you and I are on par. We do our due diligence. We do our homework. We just love sports. We're like two of the biggest fanatics that I know when it comes yeah. to sports. So I'm stoked, brother. I, I can't wait. Dude, I, I agree. Honestly, I would not want to do this with anybody else but me. And how fucking great. <laughs> so thanks for pumping my tires. We'll leave it at that. No, um, we've been excited. We've been talking about this for a while. Uh, we could do this pretty much about any sport. I mean, there's already a hockey uh, episode channel. There's always baseball, Blue Jay talk. So we wanted to cover basketball. We love it. I'm excited to hear your takes and the fact that we have a basketball season starting soon. Yeah, December 22nd. Uh, yeah. 
it just came out what a week ago or two weeks yep. ago. It's official. Um, a lot of uh, controversy though going into it, uh, especially yeah. with LeBron James's comments about playing on Christmas. So why don't you take them through it, uh, Bob? Yeah. So and, yeah, and I want to ask you too. So LeBron James, the king himself, who has maybe more power in a sports league than any other athlete on the planet. Like I don't even soccer is too big for there to be one guy. I know there's Messi, Ronaldo, but I think LeBron James is truly the most powerful athlete on the planet. This guy comes out and he says, the season is starting way too soon, especially for the Lakers who went all the way to the NBA finals. He was not expecting to play and he was hoping to sit out Kawhi style load management for the first month, which apparently is his decision. And then he'll start basketball when he feels like it. How do you feel about that? Would you, what, just sit out for a month because you're not feeling it, man? Absolutely not. What makes you different than everyone else? I know he is the top dog. He is the face of the NBA. You chose to go to the finals. You chose to win the finals. So suck it up. Go, go to training camp and play on the 22nd. You're no different than anyone else. No. That's I'm, yeah, I, I'm spoiled by hockey being Canadian, so I don't. I hate that shit. It is the one part of basketball I can't stand. It's narcissism. But you know what? You got to play because it's not just about you. And it, it is just like soccer. It is the most selfish team sport. You have to be a team, but there are individual talents in basketball. And I think it goes to their head a bunch. You got to play like it, it's unacceptable. There's there's so many guys on other teams who don't even have a, a shot at the championship this year. And they're suiting up. So, you know what? Maybe take a, one or two games off here because Kawhi's brought load management into it. But no, you got to play. I mean, you're getting paid millions of dollars. For you to think that any of us here, just middle class folk, are just going to agree with that and be like, yeah, man, I would do the same. Screw it. No, not happening. No, especially if you're a fan of the game. You know, it's a childhood game you've played throughout your life. And you're, like you said, getting paid millions of dollars, endorsements, yada, yada, to play. Suck it up. You have all the trainers in the world. You've had time to rest. It's not like you haven't had any time. It's not like they said, well, championship's done. Back to, back to the new season. Yeah. No. You've had time to rest. You've had time to recuperate. That sounds like a you problem that you're not ready. So... What were you doing when the season was canceled? There were they had months off more than they ever had before. What exactly. what were you doing in that time? Were you playing competitive, intense, intramural games? Like what are you talking about? Probably playing Nintendo. <laughs> filming filming Space Jam Two. It was a lot of work. That's exactly what it is. Right. <laughs> Living the hard life. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not a fan of that. I. I'm not a fan of load management either. Actually, they just implemented you're not allowed to rest on big games or big matchups because now that there are no fans, they're banking on that TV money. So you better be out there playing. You better yeah. be out there playing. And to jump back on what you said, basketball being the one of the most selfish uh, sports along with soccer, it's true. Those two are the only sports where you can cry your way out of a city. And go to a championship team. Just look at yeah. James Harden. Look at James Harden doing right now. I saw a rumor potentially Raptors. Not going to happen. I don't even. At what point is Harden the problem on the team? 
I think Harden's been the problem for a while. Just no one wants to admit it because he puts up stats. The man can ball. He's an assassin. But him and his beard are the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of problems, have you heard about Kawhi and his locker room issues? <laughs> man, that's that's just a brand new topic that we could just talk for about for hours on end. And there's a reason why uh, a lot of people have left or requested trades because how is it fair that Kawhi and and George Paul, yeah, I call them George Paul, get uh, get their way and everyone else has to work their tail off? Yeah. How is that fair? Yeah, it's definitely going to bring up a question that we're going to, especially in our, our basketball shows, we're going to bring up. Would you bring Kawhi back to the Raptors? He, he brought us the championship. No, so you, you okay? You know what? Answer it now. Answer it now. I would. <laughs> of course you would. So would I. <laughs> Kawhi is worth a championship. Kawhi, yeah. Kawhi is a leader on the floor, yeah. not in the locker room. If you have a guy like Lowry around him, that's what they need. Uh, Paul George isn't a leader, a vocal leader. Mm-hmm. So that's why it didn't work. You had two guys who just slummed it, took the took time whenever they wanted. But they didn't have like that alpha dog like like uh, Lowry. Lowry, although it was Kawhi, like Kawhi show, Lowry was the leader, and you could tell. And they all marched to Lowry. So yeah. you, you you need that tandem for Ka- a Kawhi or a Paul George because they're not leaders vocally in the locker room. Yeah, the call to go home was too strong for Kawhi because the chemistry that this team still has the Lowry leadership that you're talking about, the Nick nurse coaching, he just did not find that with the Clippers and he had it here. So I, I truly believe he regrets going back. I, I mean, I, he, he probably is thinking, you know, year two, we're going to go Clippers championship. He's not regretting it that much. And he seems like the guy who doesn't even look back on any issues and he just doesn't give a fuck. So I, I bet though that he'd want to come back to Toronto, given the chance of redo. Well, remember, he's a fun guy, right? Uh, (laughs) I was so gutted driving to work when I heard that uh, DeRose and Kawhi trade. See, I was I was heartbroken for maybe a millisecond. Yeah. And then I realized we're getting we're getting a top five NBA player. Yeah. And look what look what it alluded to. Yeah. yeah. I was driving to work. I'm like, anybody but DeMar, anybody but DeMar. And they're like, yeah, DeMar DeRozan going back. I'm like, OK. All right. <laughs> but yeah, obviously worked out. Kawhi, I would do that trade 100 times over. I love my boy DeMar. He's always welcome back in the city. But I mean, I saw a Toronto championship in my lifetime and I'm a Leaf fan, so I'll take it when I can get it. Right. I, I never thought in my wildest dreams that the Raptors would win a title. So get on Masai. Get on Kawhi. You know, you are a fun guy. Now you got Serge Ibaka. Maybe you could do a cooking show part two and eat some more, some other type of penis uh, <laughs> pizza or whatever. Do it Great content. Great content. That guy was pumping out. Okay. Enough sports talk. I know it's not for everybody. We're going to move this hype train along. I'm excited for what's coming for mustard. We haven't forgotten about you folks. We've got a holiday episode coming up. Hey, Malk, how about that? Oh man, we're going to jingle bells all the way that whole entire episode, man. I can't wait to deck the halls. Maybe a Santa hat, maybe a Santa hat. Who knows? (laughs) We're going all out folks. Maybe mistletoe. Who knows, man? Okay. (laughs) Okay. uh, That's good to know after we just agreed to do it all in person. So that's good. (laughs) 
but yeah, we got the band back together. Uh, John's been so crazy busy with the holidays out West. We finally got him back. Gooby and you football, just life in general. So I'm pumped that we've got this episode coming up. It's going to be great. Getting drunk on eggnog, talking shit about Christmas. I, I, I can't wait, man. Just those, those, those Christmas memories, you know, just like I said, it's going to be fantastic, folks. So we saved it for you for a reason. And like uh, Boss said, we're keeping it golden yellow, man, as always. Have you have you seen the new animated Grinch? Yeah, actually, I just... It just got added to Netflix. I watched it on Sunday, and I was, I was freaked out because I didn't know what was happening. Maybe because I was a little high, but... <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. It wasn't horrible from what I remember, but it wasn't the same thing. You know, give me the classic Grinch all day. I don't want the Jim Carrey Grinch. I thought that was horrible. That gave me nightmares. But give me the original. Well, come on. <laughs> yeah, but give me the original Grinch any day. <laughs> I love watching all those uh, classic cartoons at Christmas. I have them all, you know, Rudolph, Grinch, whatever. My grandparents showed me that. My parents, just classics. But the Jim Carrey Grinch has grown on me. Really? Yeah, there are some moments I will laugh. <laughs> I remember I the first time watching it too. I was like, "That's ah, all right." I'm such a big Jim Carrey fan. That that guy, him and Will Smith, were my heroes growing up in the '90s. Obviously, like yeah. who, who else? Who didn't have Will Smith and uh, Jim Carrey as their top actors? Oh, hands down, Mike Myers too. Throw him in there. <sighs> Classic. I just watched Austin Powers Gold Member the other day too. <laughs> I love gold. Fuck man, like such a good movie. Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite Christmas movie? If you had to pick one. Okay, so I might have brought it up before. We'll definitely talk about it in the episode, but yes, I'm a part of that group about Die Hard. So that's. A Christmas tradition for two decades now with my little brother is now that we're adults, we drink, not so much when we're kids, but we get together Christmas Eve. We do like a small little gift exchange. It's usually like a PlayStation membership or some bullshit. Watch Die Hard. It's an absolute blast. But favorite Christmas movie. I'm going to have to say the all-time classic for me. I watch it nonstop is A Christmas Story with the BB gun. I've probably seen that movie more than any. That's a fantastic choice. I, I think it's it's balling. Um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to <laughs> I'm gonna go back to your diehard comment because I was asked a very important question too. Do you consider Die Hard a Christmas movie? And obviously you do, but there are people out there that don't consider it to be Christmas. What are your thoughts on that? Okay, I'm quoting another podcast. Okay, I'm going to say that right now. This is not my own thought, but I was listening to a soccer podcast and the best quote about Die Hard. So I'm sick of that question. What we should be asking is Christmas a Die Hard movie? (laughs) (laughs) Well played. Yes, Yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It takes place in Christmas. John McClane is delivering gifts to all of us for two hours. I would say yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yippee-I-K. Oh, I didn't even say that right. How's it go? <laughs> oh, I blew I it. too much eggnog already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're going to let you sit on that one. 
<laughs> I know the last part is motherfuckers. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So moving along, since you blew it, what's your favorite Christmas movie? I did big time. Blew it worse Yippee than Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Yippee Kaye, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, no, I blew it worse than Asian Hooker, man. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> no, my favorite is Christmas Vacation with Chevy Chase. Wow. Great Man. movie. I did not think you were going to say that. Hands down, my favorite scene and animal control, don't hate me, or animal lovers, don't hate me. But when the grandma comes over and she wraps the cat <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the gift and they shake it and you could hear the cat struggling to breathe. And then it finally gets out and it goes under the tree and zap. <laughs> I always love Randy Quaid, man, in that movie. Is that just so funny? Such a classic. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great movie. I I remember my science class. We we had it on, um, you know, before Christmas uh, break or like it, it's just. I always watch. It. I make sure I watch. If I'm gonna watch one movie, it's gonna be that one. Yeah, it's a classic. I, I'm like, I'm glad you didn't say Elf or something like that. No, no. no. No, I keep I, trying to think of all of the Christmas movies out there. You make me go there, through them. There's a lot, though. Like, if you think about it, there's a lot of Christmas movies out there. Even ones you, that don't get advertised as much. Oh, like those Hallmark Jingle ones. All the Way. Jingle All the Way with Arnold. Arnie? Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's a, that's a classic. I just love Arnold back in the day because, like, to jump on Arnie, I don't know if you remember a movie called Last Action Hero. Oh, oh yeah, no, no, man. <laughs> it reminds me of that movie too. Only that Jingle All the Way is a Christmas movie. It's like the same type of movie where it's just action and like stupid humor, like like dad jokes or you know what I mean. Like it just reminisces with my uh, childhood. I I love it. Yeah, we already said Mike Myers, Will Smith, Jim Carrey. You throw '90s, '80s Arnold into that, a hundred percent. Even the terrible movies like Eraser. If you ever saw that, I used to watch. Okay, he just had a string of (laughs) just action movies where he's just playing the same Arnold character. So many memorable quotes. Like he blows up, he he blows up a crocodile or shoots a crocodile, and he's like, "Now your luggage." Like it's just (laughs) fantastic. (laughs) Arnold was classic. My favorite Arnie movie definitely be Kindergarten Cop. Like that is so, it's, it's just... not the Zuma. <laughs> See, I know guys like our buddy East shout out who's also a huge basketball fan, but that's sacrilegious what you just said because he would say Terminator Two, which is one of the best movies of all time according to him, anyways. Well, I mean, he's not wrong on some level. Terminator is a great movie, especially the second one. First one was like first nice two are movie. amazing. I'm not knocking that, but just like Arnie, it's action, it's humor, it's Arnie kind of out of his element. I think that was like the first start to him being out of his element because he would do movies like Conan or, you know what I mean, like just be that big action star. And then he did a comedy and a funny comedy to boot. Oh. oh yeah, twins. He's fantastic. Total Recall. I no, yeah. Total Recall, the one on Mars. What's the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, oh, True Lies. True Lies. Oh, that one's amazing. I could go on about. <laughs> I grew up on Arnie movies. Those terrible Steven Seagal movies. A couple of Jean Claude Van Dams. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember any of those Steven Seagal movies? <laughs> Okay, first of all, they're all the same, just with different titles. Just, I never realized how slow he moved in fight scenes until I rewatched those. <laughs> He's yeah. just standing there. 
They come at him one by one. <laughs> it was designed that way purposely because looking into his future, who knew he was going to be this big fat blimp? <laughs> Have you seen him run? Oh, of course. Of course. I love that little just action movie. I don't even know how we ended up getting there. That was great, though. <laughs> but yes, Christmas episode coming up. <laughs> coming soon folks that we yeah. like we love you mustard fans man like and we wouldn't be here without mustard realistically so yeah no we got something special on the table yeah let's bring it back typical mustard grown men talking about cartoons i just want to know quickly who has out of all of our animated shows who has the best christmas episodes i'm talking american dad simpsons family guy south park you know the futurama everybody who would That's- you say that's a solid question. I, can't I think it me. might be South Park for me, man. I think Simpsons has Halloween with Treehouse of Horror, but I think South Park with Mr. Hanky. I was just going to say that. I was, was going to say Hanky, Christmas Critters, yeah. Hanky again, Poochie yeah. Train. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is Jesus. the Jimmy and Timmy Crips episode Christmas? I can't remember. No, where they join the the cribs. Yeah, the cribs? It does, no. they don't come no. together at Christmas or anything. No, no, that's just an episode where <laughs> the Christopher Reed Reeves comes yeah. to town. All right, and, we're staying out of this one, boys. <laughs> yeah, we are staying out of this one, but just Christopher Reeves comes to town and he basically finds a new solution to not be paraplegic anymore. And that's all we're saying about that. <laughs> <laughs> that alone, if you have never watched South Park, which if you're listening to this. For sure you have watched, but that is why you should watch it. <laughs> oh, man. Which, okay, so what's your favorite Christmas South Park episode, then? Because we're on the same uh, same wavelength here. Uh, I It's on the front of my mind because you brought it up earlier today when we were talking. But after thinking about it, I really think Christmas Critters. And the main <laughs> reason I love it is the fact that it's a fucking story Cartman's telling, and it always ends up with Kyle. Like, the whole point, and it rhymed. The whole episode rhymes, and Stan's getting pissed off, and it all comes down to Kyle. <laughs> Unbelievable. I think Christmas Critters might do it for me. So it's not because of the blood orgy? <laughs> well, that's, that's a given, but I watch a lot of stuff for blood orgies. We're just talking Christmas. Uh, fuck. <laughs> So many things wrong with that episode. I don't know how they were able to air it. Yeah, just that just, episode. <laughs> well, all right. I guess they get away with murder, but like that one in particular, they make fun of Jews. Well, I guess they always make fun of Jews. Okay, I don't have a point here. I'm just shocked that episode was able to air. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Episode for you. Are you going to agree with me, or what are you thinking? You going classic? That, that one's a close one, but I gotta go old school original. No, no, I gotta go the, with the one. Where Cartman is trying to get on the good list, and he's trying to bring Christmas uh, cheer back to South Park, and he calls for Mr. Hanky, and they uh, call for Santa, and they go to he gets um, toys, right? Yeah, yeah. They, they go to is it Iraq? The Middle East? No, they go to the <laughs> Middle East. Yeah, I don't know particularly where in the Middle East they go to the Middle East, and they ride the Poochu train, like I was saying. <laughs> yeah. And then they get Jesus involved. <laughs> Jesus has That's to kill true. himself. <laughs> Or sorry, just get Kyle to kill him. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. It was a really close one with the original, like when the first time you meet Mr. Angie, but that one because it crosses so many lines like South Park normally does. I gotta go with that one, hands down. As someone raised Catholic, that is a Easter Christmas Christian. <laughs> uh, there's something about watching Jesus 
have that type of fighting kung fu ability <laughs> and take down enemies, I, there's something that gets to me. I truly, truly love it. And I, I believe that our Lord and Savior would know martial arts. <laughs> I don't know if I'm talking Neo where he just, you know, he can learn it, but yeah. I don't know. Well, if he can walk on water and or turn water into wine, I'm sure he can learn kung fu, jujitsu, muay thai. You know, <laughs> it, it's completely sacrilegious, but you can make a, a fight scene in your head. He's just running on the water right at the enemy. I mean, come on, it writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, before <laughs> before we go to hell and send everybody listening with us, <laughs> we'll we'll move on from that one. I call top bunk. <laughs> yeah, you call top bunk. Okay. <laughs> so we've got football coming. We've got basketball coming. We've got a Christmas episode coming. Not only that, but this network, not after thirty, you're going to get more content from them, including. Mr. Timothy Carr with the Midnight Owl. I love that show. Fantastic podcast, man. Tim Tim does it right, man, with everything. I, I'm a big fan. Can't get enough I, of that show. I always wanted to have like a paranormal UFO, whatever type show idea. He's killed it. There's no point in me doing it. Just listen to that. Uh, Anthony is crushing it lately, bringing back some old faves like Greta. Uh, we've got Chalupa. There, there's just a lot going on and more to come. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, a big shout out to everyone on the network. You know, it, it's an interesting cast. I mean, we all have a different dynamic, but it works. It works. It's one dysfunctional family under one umbrella. So big, big shout outs to everyone, man. Yeah. I keep asking Anthony when the check's coming in the mail, and he just keeps saying passion <laughs> over paycheck. So we're going to keep going with that. But we're going to have a talk seriously about that. I think so, too, going into the new year. Because yeah. I'm going to be broke after Christmas. it's so tough buying gifts for yourself you know and pretending you bought it for other people it sucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah you should see my amazon list it's for me 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 me. oh mom me me me. you one for me one for you one for me one for you yeah no no you meant one one for you two for me that's what gooby says when he's handing out snacks (laughs) (laughs) that guy we're going to have to watch what we put out during the Christmas episode. Why? Because he's not going to eat me out of a uh, home, but he's not. <laughs> he's not taking all the snacks. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I'd actually pay to see you and him do it because there would be no contest. <laughs> Gooby would kill. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Fun's eye drop. <laughs> I... Oh, I hope Gooby's not listening because if Gooby falls to second tomorrow, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Well, just this just in Hollywood no. Brown got a touchdown, so that bodes not well for Gooby. Wow, wow, yeah. And uh, if anybody's following sports, know that there's a good chance Dallas is going to lose tonight. They're already losing those bombs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Melky. Anything you want to talk about? The monolith, aliens coming to visit us, or you're good with that? What should we just leave on that? Yeah, I I thought we were going to bring up my anal probe uh, situation. (laughs) Okay, the the monolith though that that's like an advertise that's like PR or something for a movie or a show. Like, 
If that shit was real, if aliens left stuff for us, there's no way the media would be covering it the way it is. No way. It's a bunch of bullshit. It's a bu- Where's Mulder and Scully? Do, 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 do. Love that show, man. <laughs> it freaked me out as a kid. I, that actually scared the shit out of me because my parents loved it. And then it was on Netflix maybe five years ago or whatever. The whole I ended up watching it in college. Holy shit, fell in love with that entire show. I don't know why I was such a pussy as a little kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you find uh, scarier, The Outer Limits or The X-Files? Because I was more freaked out by The Outer Limits. You know what? No lie. I, I'm not even a big horror guy. Like, uh, my dad loves those Conjuring and Annabelle, those like really shitty horror movies. That's his little thing that he's into. I've never even really been scared, just never cared for it. Some of them are pretty good Amityville Horror, It, whatever. The only movie to ever scare me in life, truly scare me where I had nightmares as a kid and I left the theater halfway through the movie, fucking Mars Attacks. <laughs> with the brain aliens no fucking way and they killed the people with the gun and turned them into skeletons i'm not about that then i watched it later on and the movie is so ridiculous dude the movie I, found, is fucked. I found it to be pretty hilarious the first go around you know it was even okay so that was your that was your scaredy cat movie you know what mine was when i was a kid and this is before your time because i'm way older than you uh earnest scared stupid Ernest scared stupid. I had nightmares for weeks because of that gross-looking troll. Jim Barney, eh? <laughs> yeah, and that, when he kissed it and the slime was all over his face, I don't know what it was, man, but who would have thought that milk would be saving grace because God bless milk, God bless milk. Uh, yeah, it, it was just a scary movie. Man. I, I, Okay, next Halloween, you know, if you choose to, you know, puff puff, uh, watch in the dark and let me know what you think about it. Cause it still kind of brings, it kind of brings a, a little fear in my, in my way still. And I am an over 30 adults. So. <laughs> okay. We're calling it now movie reviews for mustard next October, <laughs> that and Mars attacks. Those are the two movies. We're writing it down. We're all watching that. Done. You hear that, John and Gooby? Done. <laughs> Ernest, I think I saw that one the least amount of all the Ernest movies. They used to play it. You know how they always have like their ro- regular Halloween rotation. It was it was on that. It was on City TV or Glo- I think it was on Global at one time. Like shocking, because Global used to be nothing but family crap. Uh, but yeah, no. <laughs> That's that troll. Just, I can see the troll in my head right now. Like, <laughs> 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 you got to go back, revisit it, man. Yeah, fuck, man. Nasty ass troll. <laughs> okay, I think we've covered enough for this little hype episode. I hope everybody listening is hyped because we've got a bunch going on. Uh, to anybody who's a fan of any of this bullshit, thank you so much. I can't believe anybody's listening. Uh, shout out to the number one fan. Hi, mom. And, yeah, anything to add, Milk? I'd like to give a shout-out to Ba's mom as well. Hello, Mrs. Ba. (laughs) (laughs) I set myself up for that one. You did. You did. No, you know what? Um, Yeah, we've got some great stuff on the horizon. Uh, 
if you guys ever want us to um, cover any content or have any questions, drop us on the Wow and Mustard Podcast uh, Instagram account. We don't shy away from anything. Like you've heard our episodes from one to nine. We will touch base on everything. We'll make fun of everyone and anything. Gooby. Uh, yeah. Don't be shy, man. We don't bite. Uh, yeah. Unless unless you're covered in Cheeto dust, then Gooby will swarm you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our idea for this show, nobody gives a fuck. This is just us shooting the shit. Melky and I wanted to record more. We, we love what we do. So we're open to any ideas. This is more of a, like we said, a hype episode. This doesn't really show what this is going to be about. This was just not even a real episode one. This is just for the show, Mustard NA30. What we're going to be focusing on on this show is bullshit going on. We'll just bring up, you know, like the alien monolith stuff, random bullshit, whatever you guys want us to talk about, whatever we want to talk about, stuff that doesn't matter. Because we won't stop and we'll never stop. Okay, Malky. This was a good run, buddy. How about it? Oh, it was fantastic, Bob. Like I said, I've been dying to get on the get on a pod with you. Uh, just mano y mano, shoot the shit. Uh, I feel like this is going to be like that Simpson episode where Homer is Mister X and he's writing bullplop on the internet until <laughs> until they find him and send him to that island. <laughs> I've had yeah. That's my exact idea. Is we're going to stumble across a real conspiracy at some point, and then you and I are just gone. Yeah, you just never see us again. <laughs> we won't even know which is the real conspiracy. We're going to say some real bullshit. You know what? Gooby killed the dinosaurs. That's what it is. <laughs> you know what? Maybe he's the one that disappears. <laughs> oh, that, that does not bode well for us. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Sorry, sorry, not sorry, Gooby. <laughs> okay, I'm Ba. That's Malky. This is Nobody Gives a Fuck. I can't wait to do this again. And take care, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. And remember... Just remember. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. See, remember, a fireman is very magical. If you rub its head, it'll spit in your eye. <laughs> I love that we're ending on that. (laughs) (laughs) Ciao. Take care, folks.